All right. Well. Hi. Uh, hi. <laughs> um, I'm Meryl K. Aarons. And I'm Connor James Relier. <laughs> oh, getting fancy. And this is uh, the first episode of Bits Over Broadway. Bits Over Broadway. Broadway. Which is uh, the name of our incredibly white podcast. It's the whitest podcast you could possibly find. Because I'm a white woman. And I'm a white man. Gay man, please. Gay man. I'm a white gay man. <laughs> and uh, we are in East Williamsburg recording a podcast about musical theater. And can you get any whiter than musical theater? I No, you could if you tried. Couldn't. We, we could you, not you couldn't. try. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, already, wow, wow. Here we are. I've already biffed it. So the show we're talking about this episode is The Drowsy Chaperone. The Drowsy Chaperone. Yes. And it's picked because Connor loves it. Also sort of led to the name of this podcast. It really did. Um, it yeah. was because I was tweeting about it on the twit on sure, and the sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking about the bits and the... Yeah, that you love the bits. We love the bits. There are many good bits in the show, which we'll which go I'm into very in excited yes. about. Full disclosure: I have not listened to the show. The plan was that Connor, who has seen seen the show and been in the in, show and been yeah. in it, oh wow, um, would tell me all the things I missed by not seeing it, but still having listened to the soundtrack. And I failed to even listen to the soundtrack, so. I'm just going to be going off of very limited knowledge of the overture and like the first two songs and the wiki that I sort of (laughs) scanned. Um, Well, we love a good wiki. I love a good wiki. Love a good wiki. So our qualifications for this Oh, yeah. We should definitely go into this. We both Uh, went to the same amazing, incredible, truly just iconic state school. Yeah. Of University of Missouri. Yeah, and we both have a degree in theater. Yeah, well, B- a, a little bit, a little bit. I'm like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry, because we have to shut the podcast. Down. Oh God, I've been lying to people <laughs> for years. Sorry, Connor, what is your degree in? Journalism. Wow, wow, wow! Betrayed. I've been betrayed. I am one credit short of a theater degree, and <sighs> I was going to have to stay an extra semester. And I was like, <laughs> Mizzou. Goodbye can- forever. Forget that. Lick my left tit and I left. Well, I mean, you left just in time. I did. Um, I do have a degree in theater performance. Theatra. um, But I don't know anything about theater, (laughs) um, which is the cool part about it. Uh, I was raised by my parents who love Andrew Lloyd Webber. And then I... And I was like, yes, very into Wicked, like had seen The Lion King like three yes. times and thought I was very cool because I knew like <laughs> four shows and no one in my hometown knew them. And then I got to college and everyone was like, we don't listen to Andrew Lloyd Webber. Were you like Stephen Sondheim? And I was like, And then you left Who? them and you never spoke to those yeah, people ever again. we're no longer friends. <laughs> so. Um, so that's what I'm bringing to the table. Uh, we both have taken theater classes. Yes. Connor has obviously been in many more musicals than I have, even by being in just one. Mm-hmm. He, he has succeeded <laughs> in being in more than me. Um, I was in some shows. They were all fine. <laughs> they were wonderful. <laughs> they, the man eater was quoted as saying, the shows are playing the shows is that what <laughs> they're shows running are for? <laughs> all of them <laughs> the man eater if you're you unaware of the incredible journalism school that is mizzou is mm. the school newspaper it's, run by the students yeah. and they're not the best people on the planet yeah well what are you gonna do 
So those are our qualifications. Very um, much so, yes. Very excited. So I guess we should just get into it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so we're going to, like we said, we're going to be talking about Drowsy Chaperone. Mm-hmm. See, here's what I think the Drowsy okay, Chaperone yeah. so is about. So we're going to have Meryl tell me <laughs> what she thinks the plot of the show is about based on the three songs that she's listened to. Right. Um, which one of them was just purely instrumental. Right. I think. Yes. <laughs> um, and then the other one, there was like two, I think. It was hard to tell. Okay. I was in the shower gross sorry full disclosure here this is all this podcast is about like being open like being honest this is a safe space yeah you know? safe space for me to tell you that i was doing my homework in the shower and then couldn't understand the words because of the shower and was like this is not helpful this is what musical theater is exactly the stories in the song so right. um i thought it was an old school musical mm-hmm. which is it's the point the point that is definitely the point <laughs> it's like hearkening back to the golden age the golden era of broadway yeah um so heard the music thought it was fun um and then it sounded like there was like a narrator who mm-hmm. was introducing all the characters but he was introducing them sort of in the style of like this was an old timey play and this mm-hmm. is the time that it went up. Is that, am I getting, am yeah, I close? You're getting close. Right? You're getting close. And then someone saying about having cold feet, but that it was normal, I think. So I'm assuming that the show is involves a wedding, mm-hmm. which I think is <clears throat> great. You know, yes. tons of gags and yeah. bits about weddings. I'm sure. For sure. Um, so I'm just going to guess there's a romantic male lead, a romantic female lead. I'm sure there's a foppish mm-hmm. gay guy running around. Yeah. <laughs> Of course. Probably a mother, maybe. Uh, uh, no? Okay, a best friend? Kind maybe? of. There's like two motherly okay. characters in there that you could argue. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. that's what I know about the show. Okay. So Connor, what is this show about? So <laughs> <laughs> the Drowsy Chaperone is, I mean, you kind of got it. You were pretty close. Guys, I'm very, this is why I got a degree for it. This I'm, is why this I have why, my degree. This is why you have the degree and yeah, I don't. Because I'm very good at sussing out um, <laughs> what every the musical plots, yes. has ever been about <laughs> exactly. ever in the history of time right and applying those lessons <coughs> to new musicals i've never heard of course <laughs> <laughs> okay so what's it about so the Jazzy chaperone is a modern show it mm-hmm. came out in 2006 okay 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 and um well it hit broadway in okay. 2006 okay it's been around for a little bit longer than that with through all the workshops and all those sure. kinds of things you know those fun ways to create shows a broadway don't just show. come to broadway you they guys don't, I, don't. people don't get don't. that but you know lin-manuel lived in a basement for seven years before it was at the public theater the before even it was at the public Hamilton theater or anything so ever came along lots of it's usually workshopped and then it's off broadway it's, and then it then it hits broadway when yeah. someone decides to invest like 14 million dollars yeah. into it anyway it's uh fine. it's a dying art and i uh, love having a degree in it okay connor keep it's going. great it's wonderful <laughs> this is why you, we love it. thank you thank you so much meryl um yeah so it is a modern show and it's based on um parodies of the 1920 golden era of broadway okay. okay um the entire show is a show within a show my fave the, f- the best kind to be meta yes it's very meta theater mm-hmm. um the narrator that you spoke of is called the man in the chair okay and the entire show takes place as he is listening to the recording of his favorite golden age yes. musical yes which he is speaks called the of it Chaperone. the way that we the, yes. in the theater speak of our favorite musical which is like and this person and this person like and, yes just 
shut up and let me listen to this. Exactly. He's constantly giving (laughs) the audience tidbits of information and all those kinds of things about the characters and the plot and all that kind of thing. Um, And as you listen to the show, Uh the musical comes to life inside the man's apartment. Interesting. Yes. So they do a lot of apartment bits where, like, the apartment changes the set, but, like, they're using a trundle away bed to bring characters on and, like, those kinds of things. Or, like, someone will come out of a refrigerator or something Does anyone at any point run into a coffee table and uh, do a bit about, like... We're supposed to be dancing or something insane like that where they mm. run into an end table and... <laughs> no, I don't think that's... No? I've ever seen that. Oh, my there God. There is a really... You guys, there's... hi. I have a note, a director's note. <laughs> we um, need to talk to <laughs> for the, the writers. Chaperone. Someone should run into an end table. That's very funny. <laughs> it's a very good bit. Thank it you. Is. Thank you yes. so much. We have, we'll have we'll be bringing our own bits to each show <laughs> yeah. as we talk yeah. about them. My thoughts. This is my opinion, <laughs> This corner. is my opinion. So, yeah, the show is basically <laughs> just a love letter and a parody of Golden Age Broadway. Okay. It brings a lot of fun tropes like the wedding. Sure. Um, that was a big thing in stories of people getting mixed up in marriages and that kind of thing because there's a whole mixed up uh bride situation kind of like um the bride doesn't want to get married and so she sends her handmaiden in in her stead or not quite as someone is uh, trying on a dress (laughs) and then accidentally gets shuttled down the aisle (laughs) right um so the one the it's uh the guy who sings cold feet that you listen to is the the groom it sounded yes as much and um he is talking about having cold feet going to the wedding and Mm -hmm. his best friend george Mm -hmm. says the best way to cure cold feet is to go for a skate so he goes yes. roller skating, but the groom can't see the bride before the wedding. Of course. So he must do it blindfolded. Just in case. Just she in case. also is at the roller rink. She is rink, also at the roller which rink. Which is where I prefer to spend my time. I mean, most of my days are at the roller <laughs> rink. I love to skate. Yeah. It's on my bumper sticker. I mean, like, the worst part about skating is having to come out to your parents but <laughs> but after that, after hurdle, that, my God, put on some short shorts and a long sock. It's great. Skate your dreams. I love a little bit of seventies disco skating. It's my favorite. That's incredible. They didn't think it was just a holdover from like eighth grade when everyone roller skated. Did Mm. everyone do that? Is that just me? Nick is nodding yes. Nick is nodding yes. Sorry, Connor, you're younger than me, right? I think so. (laughs) I'm 108. You're 25. I'm 70. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) That was like the thing when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. Everyone. Yeah. Like I also grew up in a really small town, so but everyone was like, oh, let's all meet at the. At the roller rink. Yes. And then we would just like skate through you guys while have, Funky Town played. Did you guys have like skate parties? Like oh roller my God, parties? Yes. Yeah, we used to have those all yeah, the time. At Skate Park or yeah. Skate Quest. Skate Quest. Skate Sorry. Quest, there it is. It was, Ours was called the Fun Zone. Um, And it was. <laughs> it was. And it was. The funnest zone. I remember in the being city. very stressed out because I was um, <clears throat> a loser. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the kids are calling like a friggin' nerd these days. Yeah. Um, but that was like the makeout spot because it was dark and your parents would drop you off. And so like people just fucking climb up on top of oh, each other sure. and for just sure. go to town. And I was like, I am here to uh, ride or die. I'm here to skate. And you guys are in my way. Yeah. Like, it's please like, stop I'm not, holding hands. I'm trying to like get some speed to take this corner <laughs> exactly. at a cool 25 miles an hour. This isn't couples hour. This, <laughs> this is, is it's it's time to race. Hey, hey Paige, Fast we're about to limbo. Eight we're about to skate. limbo. And you're just climbing Sean's face right now. Could you, could you not? 
oh, I'm trying to just groove to the locomotion. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I might pop off a few tricks, but like, yeah. I'm here to skate. I don't want to see this couple. I'm going to have my, bowl. I'm going to get married there. Yeah. <laughs> On skate. I think you should. No, is that how the rest of the show plays out? So he goes skating. So he goes skating and... Um, no one immediately goes, that guy's super, super gay? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Who skates to release uh, tension? You know, people in the 20s, apparently. That's interesting. I always think of skating as like a 70s Same, bit. right? But I love that it's being... When they said skating, for some reason I thought ice skating. And I thought it was if like only. a whole bit about cold feet go ice skating right, right, i'm like right. yes this is a very good joke but guys this is why you gotta see the show <laughs> <laughs> this is why guys, you have to you gotta see it guys, you gotta this see is it. why you gotta do a better job than yes. me <laughs> yes for sure um oh, so jesus mid while he's off skating <laughs> mm-hmm. the bride okay. janet vandegraaff yes that name does sound familiar. It is Did she very sing familiar. a song like right at the beginning? Maybe uh, I heard her song too. She's uh, right at the beginning. They do a number where all the characters like introduce themselves, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she's the very last character to arrive. That's and why, she's yes. I'm Janet Janet Van de Graaff. Oh, That's her. So yeah. Connor can sing. I can sing a little <laughs> bit. Okay, so, so you might so hear my voice. Yes, please. Ooh, just with my voice. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> so she sings about she's quitting the uh, Feldzig Follies. Sure. To marry her but, groom, her sure. beau, her the love of her life, Robert. Does he have Martin. a name? Robert, Robert Martin. Martin. And she sings a song about how she doesn't want to show off no more. <laughs> And Same. the song is her showing off yeah, the of entire course, time. Of and she has about three or four different costume changes on stage in the middle of the show, in oh, the middle wow. of the number. She does tricks and dancing, and it's very funny. But she's ready to like settle down. But like that's her, life. the whole bit of the song is she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. This, I is, gotcha. this is behind me. <laughs> And as, as we all yes. soon shed our theater degrees, theater degrees and our terrible bits and our dramatic <laughs> accents yes. to settle down and be wed and be wed and <laughs> we will s- stop showing yes, off and move to the suburbs. I think that's what we're supposed to do. Connecticut, I assume. I think that's the um, suburbs. Oh God, please. Anything but Jersey. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we don't speak of that state. <laughs> We don't speak of that here. We don't here. speak of that in this city. So she is... <clears throat> so she says that she doesn't want to show off no more. And then she's worried that... Uh, or the show goes on. And the chaperone, who is there to make sure that she doesn't get up to mm. any shenanigans, mm-hmm. who is drowsy, yeah. also known as tipsy. Mm. Yes. So um, was this like to conceal that he's actually a drunk or the chaperone's a woman? Oh my mm. god, guys, gender inequality is real. It's and real. And it just happened to me. So <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I can't believe it's a I've mi- that was a microaggression. <laughs> that was an attack on my kind. Um, it was. I just assume that women can't uh, chaperone other women because they'll just get distracted by womanly womanly things. And clearly my point was proven. Which I mean like... like I if, you know what if history shows us I think anything I won that this is round. true <laughs> you did you won you um, won you get a drink so she the chaperone so the chaperone talks about how she needs to be 
perfectly sure that Mar- Robert is the one. Of and course. That he's not straying from the path. Uh, of course. So of losing her virginity. Of, yes. Sure, sure, sure. Right, right, right. I've seen this bit in Spaceballs. So, it's a robot. Yes. The Drowsy Chaperone is played by a robot. Right. And she has a virginal arm. Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yes. It's very good. It's very so, funny. everyone, stop what you're doing. Don't go see the Don't Drowsy Chaperone. Don't go see Drowsy Chaperone. Please watch Spaceballs. Spaceballs. <laughs> Mel Brooks in the 80s. It's uh, really incredible. It's truly iconic. Okay. So, <laughs> um, after the Drowsy Chaperone's number called mm-hmm. As We Stumble Along, sure. which is her just getting belligerently drunk on stage and very funny the as well. The role I was born to play. One day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Janet runs off to find Robert and to test him uh-huh. to find out if he is faithful. As so, we all do. Yes. So, Robert is... Skating. On the day of the wedding. On the day of the wedding. This is sure. all happening on the day it's of the wedding. It's important to save all of your purity tests for yes. hours before you are married. Because is it a real wedding if things aren't crashing if down around your ears? the stress level, if the stakes aren't the highest they'll ever be, what's the point? I mean, we all here in this room <laughs> live for the drama. <laughs> So I don't understand why there wouldn't be drama at the wedding. I'm sorry. I will purchase a $4,000 wedding gown and I will wait until the day of. The caterers are ready. Yeah. This chocolate fountain is running. Oh, and yes. I will wait until moments <laughs> before we are queued to walk down the aisle to test your faithfulness to me. Okay. So oh, me personally. To you, we are yes. getting married. Okay. <laughs> In this scenario. That's great. So, I mean, Trump's America might have to happen, Trump, you know? It's my standing it's, offer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so how does... <laughs> so how does uh, Janet... Yes. Uh, test, test his him, faith. Challenge him. So she finds him roller skating blindfolded and as you do doesn't question and doesn't question that at all how she got there she's like oh no this is a normal activity to be sure, happening sure. in 1920 Must have cold feet is yes. what i assume she's i'm she's like oh i understand the feeling yeah sure. i've done this many times before oh, of yeah we've all roller skated our stress away yeah so especially blindfolded so she's on board so she's on board with the blindfold mm-hmm. skating mm-hmm. and she pretends to be a french girl named mimi Oh, great. I'm already on board. To try to entice Robert to see if he will fall for it. Mm-hmm. And Robert, and she kind of like does that, f- like a funny fake French accent, but she's still sure. being Janet. Okay. And she's just using an accent. So like <laughs> Robert thinks, oh, this is Janet, just French. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I have to imagine that this is what Mitch might my boyfriend would goes through every Absolutely. day of hanging out with me just like oh it's my dumbass girlfriend <laughs> meryl doing a bit that i hate so i'm going to ignore the bit yes. and keep interacting with her as though she were as not though doing she's it. not doing this stupid <laughs> terrible bit. thing that i hate okay i'm very on board for this yes the so role it's a, i was born to play so it's a terrible bit that sure Everyone just goes along with it's like trans, so transparent. Yes, Everyone sees right there. Absolutely, right. Sure. absolutely. I'm on board. But I mean, them being in a musical, no one is. Everyone is none the wiser. Of course. So Robert, after singing a song about how he's an accident waiting to happen, <laughs> because he's roller skating blindfolded. <laughs> 
It's good that he sees his mistakes. Yes. <laughs> I usually wait till I've, you know, like fallen to my death to talk about how I'm an accident waiting to right, happen. Right. I wait for the accident to happen. I, I have wait, no foresight into the I wait for the accident the to happen to me. Yeah. I let uh, the accidents come to me. I'm too yeah. lazy to go seek out the accidents. I mean, who has time? I don't. I just I'm sorry, I'm busy. Please let the accident strike me as I'm running down the stairs to catch the subway train and I <laughs> somersault as the doors close. <laughs> the doors close and then you <laughs> and splatter I, onto the window. And, and then I slide down and slide a down. sound effect happens. Yes. And then um, the train rides off into the distance. Yeah. It's that's my life. It's truly incredible. So thank you so much. You're so welcome. Oh wow. 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 All right. Wow. 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 So anyway. So they are doing their thing and Robert mm-hmm. and Janet kiss. But Janet is the, f- the, the French, French the French woman mm-hmm. and slaps Robert and <gasps> runs off. So then um the next scene we see uh Mr. Feldzig. The producer Follies. of the Follies, sure, 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 is arguing with the gangsters who have followed him to the wedding because he owes them money. I love 1920s America. It's truly incredible. Wow. And the bit of Hoover's the gangsters America, is, right? ugh, tell me about it. <laughs> the bit of the gangsters was that um, they're supposed to be a vaudevillian duo, mm-hmm. so they're not scary at all. Okay. They're quite comical. Well, that's upsetting because I come to theater to get freaking terrified. Right. I want to be. Screaming in my Theater like, is, seat. as one of our professors said, theater is sex and violence. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry we went to a state school. <laughs> Possibly unaccredited. I'm so sorry. Possibly <laughs> unaccredited. <laughs> Who was that? Who do you think? Yim? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely going to listen to this. Oh, so for sure. We're calling you out, Jim Miller. <laughs> <laughs> this is for you. Theater is sex and violence. Theater is sex and violence. You know what? And I'm if- going to think really hard on that. <laughs> I'm going to get it tattooed on my body. I'm going to look at it every night. Oh, I already have it tattooed on my neck. Well, sure. Yeah. We. That's the thing before you graduate with a degree. Yeah. From anything, you have to get one quote from a professor you had tattooed, tattooed on, on your, your neck. neck. It's definitely lowers the job offer rate. For sure. But it does like lend an air of like solidarity. Yeah. And like then just check the you just check the neck. Your professors You went to Mizzou holy shit. Oh yeah. And then your professors know that you took it seriously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then they confer you, you know, your diploma and everyone's really excited. So listen up, undergrads. So Hey, Pay so attention. Hey, I know you guys are listening to this at the University of Missouri. Um, I don't recognize anyone in the current <laughs> program. Don't know who um, any of you are. I Everyone I know has now graduated. Wish for death every day. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I don't even remember where we were. So, Feldzig, so she slaps and Feldzig. Feldzig is pleading. Not scary. Yes. yes. Okay. Feldzig is pleading with the gangsters. And but Feldzig is scared of them. Yes. Okay. And uh, he tries to trick them into thinking that he's going to cast them in the show. Okay. So then, all gangsters want all gangsters is to be the star. Want or to be on Broadway? I feel like I've had that interaction with so many theater kids where they're so mean to me until they get to be the star, and then they're so nice. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> Including me. <laughs> I've done that to myself. I'm truly a huge bitch until <laughs> someone 
podcasts mean to me. Wow, thank you to my mom, to my dad, to my director. Right. I'm truly giving Academy Awards speeches every day of my life. And if you're cast. not giving Academy Awards speeches every day of your life, what are you doing this for? what's the point? What are you doing this for? Why, why, are, why, you, do you why are you in this You spent way too much money to get a degree and not have a speech. Yeah. Every If you day. are not constantly ready to either give an Academy mm-hmm. Awards speech mm-hmm. or host SNL mm-hmm. and have your opening monologue ready. Oh, and we all do. And we all, we all have it in our, in our back pocket. To then be transferred to yeah. the cue cards. I've emailed mine to Lauren many times. <laughs> I just do laurenmichaels at gmail.com. So many. <laughs> so many. So many times. And I keep getting it back, but yeah. one of these days he's going to lock down that address. One of these days it's going to yeah. be there. I've tried like lauren at michaels.com. Yeah, yeah. L at M. Right. You know. I've even even tried like SNL at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everyone has a Gmail account. It's true. So. Very true. And if you don't. Why are you here? Who are you? What What are you doing? Get out of here. Go get a Gmail account. I mean, that's what we went to state school for, was to get a Gmail account. I'm sorry. They told me to get a Hotmail account when I graduated. Who has Hotmail anymore? (laughs) Um, I had to sign into my (laughs) Hotmail account the other day. It was a whole thing. I can't even get into it. It doesn't matter. Now it's like MSN Live. Was or that Outlook the Live was that like what our emails were? Were they Hotmail? I That's, thought they were like Windows or something. And they were like atmazoo.com or something. Yeah. But uh, no, this was like old school. It was like my first email address. Wow, wow, that wow, is wow, the wow. Backup getting a little address. bit of backstory <laughs> with Mail Back when Karen's. the internet was invented. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have the most hellish email address, but it's my backup for yeah. all my other email addresses. And I hadn't logged in in literal years. Oh, okay. And needed it for something. <clears throat> and it was honestly... Like it was like, who are you? Oh, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like blowing the cobwebs right, off right, of right, it. Right. Um, you it, open it up and it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just old man, like yes. exhaled. Um, and I got all of the information I needed, and then I left. But it's not Hotmail anymore, even though that's my address. Right. Uh, it's like MSN Live or something stupid. <laughs> who can keep up? Not me. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Everyone with a hotmail address is like, yeah, we're mad. Yeah. <laughs> um, tweet me. This is <laughs> tweet, <laughs> tweet me at. your hotmail stories <laughs> at Meryl K. Yes. Two R's, two L's, and an E at the end. I'm into it. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. Um, okay, so <coughs> the gangsters just want to be stars. The gangsters just want to be stars. Which... So Feldzig tricks them into thinking that they're going to be stars. Mm. And in the middle of this big, giant number, closing out the first act... Janet runs on stage and says that the wedding is off. Sure. And that's the end of Act One. It's the end of Act One. Wow, I'm and so good at finding the. Act there's like a really, guys. really. There are really good bits with the uh, in the finale of Act One. Okay. It's called Toledo Surprise, and they do a bit <laughs> where they pretend to be. Well, I mean, it's all a recording, right? So yeah. the recording starts to skip. <gasps> Classic. So everyone is stuck. In a bit, and oh, they're all singing. Over and over and over yeah, again. and they're all singing the same thing over and over again until the man, the narrator, the man in chair, uh-huh. jumps and makes the recording get back on track. Of course, and it's very funny. That's it's a very, very good. good bit. Bit. Have you ever seen Ass Backwards? Never. Okay, it's written. Sorry, this is a sidetrack. Um, like this whole podcast hasn't been just one long tangent. Um, what is? How do I stay on task <laughs> at Siri? Um. So it is written by 
June Diane Raphael, the love of my life, and Casey Wilson. Okay. Um, of Happy Endings, SNL fame. Yes. Um, she plays Penny. So, oh, and they're love. the stars. Um, is this movie they produce themselves? Anyway, they are. They do this bit where they're in a van and um, this. They're singing Take On Me, like yeah. Aha's Take On Me. And the tape or the CD or whatever they're listening to skips, but they've listened to the track so many times they know when it skips. Right. And so they are like singing the recording. They're like, <laughs> take, take, take. Like, it's so, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It makes me laugh every time. That's like, incredible. To listen to something so much, you know when the skips yes. are. So I'm very on board for like skipping music jokes. Oh, yeah. I think that's truly the height of... Uh, of comedy. Music comedy. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what, that's what I come to Broadway for. <laughs> musical comedy. Yes. Uh, forget Hamilton. I'm here for the what musical is comedy. Hamilton? <laughs> Phantom of the Opera? Forget it. Forget it. I'm here for musical comedy. <laughs> musical comedy is the only kind of musical I care about. <laughs> okay. So, act break. Act break. All yeah. Every, so, the gangsters are there. The gangsters. The Follies guy is yeah. back. Is he there to support uh, Janet or does he want he to He wants to her to come back to the Follies. Sure, of course. Because he's le- losing his star. Of course. Like, real P.T. Barnum yeah. kind of guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, so, the second act is basically just Robert trying to get Janet back mm-hmm. and Janet saying, that she'll never love again mm-hmm. and she'll go back to the follies. But then there's bits and so many things that go on. Okay. Uh, um, Jan- list a couple. Tell us. Yeah. Tell us. So there's a really good one. So the entire wedding is being hosted by Mrs. Tottendale. Oh God, I hate these names. <laughs> They're, it's so quintessential mad. Broadway. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And um, like a four syllable name yes. that is irrelevant. It could just be Jones. No one would care, but we've got to make it. We have to make it as <laughs> ostentatious as possible. Abs- ostentatious. Ostentatious. Yes, absolutely. Good words. Yes. Um, so good. the entire thing is hosted by her and she has a butler. And <laughs> my dream. Yes. So there's the whole bit that since it's taking place in the prohibition, they can't serve alcohol. Mm-hmm. So people will be asking for iced water, uh-huh. which is actually vodka. 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 That's very funny. Um, my grandmother. Yes. Uh, famously. You all know. I don't know why I even have to tell you this. It's so famous. We all know this story. <laughs> she always drinks basically vodka on the rocks with like a splash of tonic or tonic water. A braver woman <clears throat> than all of us. She's, it's incredible. <laughs> um, it has certainly tricked me as well as yes. I think many of my cousins like on a hot summer day when you're just thirsty oh, from yeah. outside and you come in you see a glass because you're running around and chilling you're, you're on the counter you're like your knees oh and... i'll just take a swig of who's ever ice water this right is. and you are in a real shock to find <laughs> real shock it's mostly vodka um <laughs> so i began to refer to it as grandma's ice water yes um so i love that that bit has somehow also at the same time been made into a podcast it's very where <laughs> grandma's ice water iced water is truly yeah. just vodka it's everybody's ice water. it's everybody's ice water it's so. the only water i drink these days <laughs> just a straight in order, up vodka in order to live in new york city my everyday life yeah. um in 2017 yeah i need a lot of alcohol and bits 
So many bits. So many. Okay, so... So they do a bit of... So everyone's drunk. Well, the main bit with that is that they're trying to test out the code word. Mm-hmm. And so she asks for a glass of ice water and he hands her a glass of vodka and she does a spit take. Sure. And she said, why did you hand me this glass of vodka? I asked for ice water. And this goes on for about five minutes within the show. <laughs> they do it over and over and over again. I love it. It's very funny. Um, but there's a whole thing where they are also in love, the Mrs. Tottendale and the butler. Ah, uh, yes. And then... Um, it's not a musical if there aren't 15 characters no. with their own side love stories. I have also missed one of the other most important side love stories. Oh my God, Connor, have you even <sighs> seen this show? I was in it, I think. <laughs> Who can never be sure? Who can never be sure? <laughs> um, Adolfo okay. is a Lothario type character mm-hmm. and he tries to seduce Janet sure. at the behest of Mr. Feldzeg. Okay. Um, and he accidentally seduces the chaperone, thinking that it's Janet. Sure. <laughs> so, who hasn't made that mistake? Who hasn't? Who, whom among us? Whom among us here <laughs> hasn't accidentally seduced? Who can cast the first a stone? woman's chaperone <laughs> while intending to seduce the woman? Exactly. <laughs> so all of these side stories are happening at mm-hmm. the same time, and. Jan- Janet and Robert finally reunite, and Robert's able to convince her. Mm-hmm. To tie the knot. Oh, good. Yes, they finally get and back together. And that's the last song. They're all, they're married. The last song happens as the aviatrix Trix uh-huh. crashes into the wedding. Okay. And has she been a character? We've I don't think we've even discussed oh, no. who she is. She is the Deus Ex Machina. Okay. She Love literally it. only appears at the end of the at the beginning of the show. She says, "Hi, my name's Trix. Bye. I'll see you at the end of the show." That's literally what she says. That is my dream. Yeah, man. it's truly incredible. And then she crashes into the end of the wedding, mm-hmm. and she says, "Oh, by the way, I'm an ordained minister." So she marries. Aldolfo and the chaperone. So mad about that. Mrs. Women Tottendale shouldn't be and ministers and very strictly Catholic. It's very bad. <laughs> and then um, only men. Only men. Only men. Women just don't understand. No, it's <laughs> how can they? They could never with their tiny lizard brains. Yeah. Idiots. <laughs> Pretty idiots. Oh gosh. So she marries. So them. she marries everyone and flies them all to Rio. Everyone. Yes. The she, she, and and the chaperone and the butler and, and the butler and Mrs. Tottendale and Janet and. Um, Robert. And I assume the two vaudevillian gangsters. They (laughs) had a side marriage that no one ever knew about. Until now, it's legal now. And and now it's been added into the show. And now we can posthumously, (laughs) posthumously, how do you say that word? It doesn't matter. Who cares? (laughs) Posthumously, we can give them a marriage certificate. It doesn't matter. This is a podcast. People will be listening. No, for sure. It doesn't matter how you say the word. So... Everyone gets married and they fly off to Rio. And as they're singing the final song, that's where I honeymoon. Yeah, Rio. Everyone who doesn't, sure. That's before GoFundMe. My dream. You could just afford to fly to Rio. Yeah, I've, sure. I mean, now I'm it's like board. Kickstarter, and I'm like, I don't have that kind of money. I, have, I can't afford to send you and myself to Rio. Right. So anyway, they Who's all got fly to time. Rio. So they all fly to Rio, and then as they're singing about flying to Rio and mm-hmm. being happily married, mm-hmm. the power in the man's apartment goes out. <laughs> So, 
there's an entire bit of him trying to get the power to come back on so the audience can listen to the to the recording mm-hmm. and the entire theater is plunged in darkness and he has uh, he hears a knock on the door and it's the superintendent trying to get in to mm-hmm. fix the power and as the superintendent walks into the flat or the apartment flat if you're in I'm London I'm so sorry <laughs> you were born uh, where where now Joliet <laughs> Illinois <laughs> Flat. Don't know where the where the hell that came from. That just popped out of my mouth. Oh, okay. As as he's walking into the apartment, he shines a flashlight on all the characters who have been frozen oh. in their final position. Very funny. It's very funny. And he gets the power to come back on and everyone sings the final note and then the show's over. And the man in chair gives a final speech about what that show means to him. Okay. And everyone joins him in a final rendition of As We Bumble Along. Gotcha. Or stumble along. Wow, wow, wow. You were there right is there. a lyric that is as we bumble uh-huh, along. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, well, there's no way to verify that. Well, so uh, I'm the only one tweet in the at us. room. <laughs> if you know. Tell Connor the he's lyrics, uh, super wrong. Please um, do. <laughs> Connor, man and chair this for me. Yeah. Um, why do you like this show? Like, what about this show yeah. makes you love it so much? So, I mean, it's just, it's very well written. Okay. It's has some really great comedy bits. Um, I've covered a couple of them. Another one that's very, very funny is um, at the beginning of the second act, Mm -hmm. they have a, (laughs) as our director, Kim Miller, Uh said when we performed this at the State School of Mizzou. Yeah. um, It was one of the most expensive gags to ever be done on stage. Okay. I don't know if that's verifiable or anything like that. Who can never be sure. But... There's a bit where as the second act opens, they bring the curtain up and you see an entirely different set and it's a spoof off of The King and I. Okay. And I love it. Yeah, it's very funny. And they do this bit where it's called um, uh, Kiss from the Nightingale or something Mm -hmm. like that. And they're doing this bit and... Like the they're man staging on, it. They're like, staging it. Okay. Like he's listening to that recording, and the man in the chair runs on stage and grabs the recording from the turntable and says, Oh, I'm so sorry, that's the wrong <laughs> that's the wrong recording. And everyone on stage is just kind of like looking around like, Oh, I guess this isn't the show we're doing. It's is like it the same characters, or it's is all it like the same, a whole new it's, okay. they all have different costumes, okay, okay. but it's all the same characters <laughs> on stage. It. Um, entirely different set. Incredible. It's about on. It's on stage for about thirty seconds. Amazing, and it's very funny. I love that. Yeah. Um, this is <coughs> sort of related. Um, as far as expensive, right? Things go. I just saw Sunset Boulevard. Okay. Um, with Glenn Close, Ugh, incredible, reprising the role. Yes. Um, it was incredible. It was truly amazing. Um, at the end of the first act a sheet drops sort of like a curtain but it's silk i think with her face on it like in a like in one of those classic like 20s glamour Mm -hmm. shot like she's to the side you know and it drops and it then it fully like so it right you you can see it all and then it drops again like releases from the top maybe 10 seconds wow you never see it again like yeah, I mean, has to be thirty five hundred dollars absolutely to like silk print Glenn Close's face <laughs> right. onto this sheet that drops 
once. I mean, it literally yeah. drops and then drops again. It's out of sight. You never hear from, like, never see hide nor hair of it again. Absolutely. I'm all for that. It's H- like, it's yeah. just very funny because you're like, you're throwing mm. all these actors and set pieces. Yeah. And it's to on stage nothing. for 30 seconds. I love it. And it's very funny. I'll it's very see well done. your helicopter, Miss Saigon, yes. and I'll raise you. <laughs> Um, an entire set that is irrelevant. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Please take your chandelier crashing into the stage <laughs> elsewhere. Oh, we're very busy doing our own. We're far too busy shit here. I, uh, musical comedy is. I love it. Is here to stay. Who wrote? Uh, do you know? Who yeah, wrote it this? was. So the book was written by Bob Martin and Don mm-hmm. McKellar. Okay, and have the they music. Done anything else? Uh, I did not check. Okay. I haven't. I, I didn't just do my homework either. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't know anything, and so people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who wrote that. I'm right. Like, wow. Cool. Uh, uh-huh. Cool. 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 Um, <laughs> and then the music and lyrics were written by Lisa Lambert and Greg Morrison. Okay. Yeah. All right. And it ran on Broadway for 674 performances. That's incredible. Yeah, it was a very good run. They did a full national tour and they performed on the West End and everything Amazing. like that. Okay, when did um, Mizzou do Dressy Jeffers? <laughs> <laughs> I think after I graduated. It was it must it, have been. it was after you graduated. Because I was very on top of it. I think I saw every single show yeah. that I ever went. I didn't. But let's pretend that I saw a lot of the shows yes. that were up at the, the, <laughs> during the time that I was a student there. Um, Drowsy um, was the summer before I graduated. Oh, it was a summer. It was a summer. Summer, it was okay. the summer rep show, okay. um, the summer after my junior year, before my senior year. Okay. It was actually the summer before the three boys, me and the two sure, boys, sure, drove sure. out here. Okay, great. Yeah, it was that summer. Um, so what parts have you played in this show? I played That's Robert insane. Martin. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I was, because... The lead. The leading male. Does it require you to be able to roller skate? I did roller skate. Woo! And I roller skated blindfold. Inline or uh, like a four, like a skate, like a like four, four wheel. Four wheel. <laughs> I th- that's. Oh, uh, welcome like, to Skate Talk. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Hi, this is Skate Talk with Meryl K. Aaron and Connor um. <laughs> Talking about skates. And that's it. <laughs> and that's, I don't want to hear any. We we're about. only talking about this. It's uh, a short podcast. Yes. Last one episode. <laughs> um. Okay, so have you played that both a couple? Have you only I've been only in the show once? Only that okay. one time. Okay. Um, and then that's it. That's yeah, it, Robert that's, Martin. That's he got it. the lead, y'all. Yeah. Round of applause. Thank you. Ugh. I'm so excited. That's what I live you. for. I'm like Tinkerbell. <laughs> I need applause. to be. <laughs> Tinkerbell um, and Gaga, I live for Gaga. the applause. They're one and the same. <laughs> they are. Everyone has. I mean, said. we all saw. We're not the first to say. No, we all saw the Super Bowl performance. She was <laughs> flying around like a fairy. I didn't. But yeah, she was. <laughs> sure, I've seen a gif of it. Yeah. <laughs> on Twitter, they're all over the twit. Speaking of uh feel free to follow us yeah where can we find people online you can find me online all i am is online i think i live (laughs) online online. uh at meryl k m-e-r-r-i-l-l-k-a-y-e that is my platform across all social media because <laughs> i am about my hashtag brand keeping it branded i'm branded yeah. um can't wait to never be a star 
It's never going to happen. Can't wait and to here die we are. alone in my apartment at age 32. Well, you have Mitch, so that's good. That's true. He'll find me dead. <laughs> Great. He'll walk in. One more thing to do. One more thing to put <laughs> on like, my oh, list. like, oh, God, I got to worry about this now. Dispose of this body. Yeah. Um, Connor, where can we find you? Uh, people can find me on the lines mm-hmm. of um, at crelia 12 Okay. It's capital C, capital R, E L, Y E A, mm-hmm. one, two. Wow. And that's pretty much my my name across all social media. Yeah. Just tweet at us, yeah. find us. Um, we would love to hear what shows you guys want to hear us cover next. Yeah. If it wasn't written by Andrew Lloyd Webber and it wasn't Kiss of the Spider Woman, I don't know it. <laughs> and there's a very good chance that I might not know it as well because I only have a limited. Uh, don't let him fool you guys. He knows so much more than I do. We're planning on having uh, tons of guests. Yeah. The beauty of going to an unaccredited state school for theater <laughs> is that you have tons of friends. Tons of friends. Who know tons of things about theater. So That's we're hoping true. to get some some more opinions, some more thoughts. Yeah. Um, hopefully... We'll have more established uh, <laughs> sections of this thing, and it will be less of us just talking and laughing. And going on ta- many tangents. <laughs> That's Listen, pal, this is what I'm here for. This is all you're going to get when you hang out with me. I mean, you you get what you pay for. Yeah. And nobody's and paying for this. You're not paying for this. Um, if you'd like to pay for this, you can find me on Venmo. <laughs> Um, I have PayPal. Uh, you can mail a check to my house. I will put my address in the show notes. Um, please, Gosh. please, God, give me any money. Um, <laughs> please, God, I need this job. I, um, I know that. That's a chorus line. That You're is welcome. A line. Very good. I've seen that because there's dancing in it. Yes. Um, and I was a dancer. I was a dancer. A dancer, dancer. Um, so I know some of the shows. Like that. Um, I had something say and i don't remember what it was i'm very sorry um, what were we just talking about where you can find us give us money yeah money please money please yeah uh so tweeted us questions um you can hashtag bits over broadway i'm sure yeah. we'll get a twitter eventually eventually um that would require me logging out of my gmail account Oof. to create a whole new gmail account that's rough because it's a whole thing it's um, like no one told us it was going to be this hard no, nobody told me in business school how hard it would be to start my own podcast <laughs> um but yeah so thanks for listening uh you can subscribe, I'm assuming. I guess. I'm not sure how Who we're going to put this, this out. <laughs> um, I've Googled how to put a podcast on iTunes six times in the last week. Uh, and each. all of it, I just, my eyes glaze over. <laughs> I, it's like, you need to create an RSS feed. And I'm like, I don't what know does what that, that means. Even mean? I only know ships use RSS, <laughs> I think. I don't know. To navigate the waters. This, that was the Titanic, right? Yeah. Or RMS. I don't... Guys, tweet at me. <laughs> guys, tweet at me. What Please was the help. Titanic? Um, <laughs> Please help. I can't wait for the one friend who gets all the way to the end of this to yeah. tweet at us like, hey, you fucking idiots. <laughs> this is the... the t- R- it's, this is the Titanic. Right. right. It's James Cameron. James Cameron's going to tweet at us. He knows everything <laughs> because about Because James Cameron is absolutely going to listen to this. expert us. on Titanic. Yes. So, yeah, um, until next week. Until I guess. next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.